0: Welcome to the first, last, and only episode 9 of We Podcast, and we know things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matoro. Hello, hello. He went, he went, <laughs> he went in a different dialect today, but still the best damn voice in the business. I thank you, I thank you. Doesn't matter what, what language you speak or what dialect you speak in, Sam, you you have the voice of an angel. Hey, I do know quite a few languages, just only a few words. So... um. I wanted to bring back something. So if, if you know Sam and I personally, you know we've known each other since we were about seven or eight years old. Um, if you don't, now you do. Uh but I wanted to touch on something. This is a surprise to Sam. I told him yet again, I'm full of surprises. I have another surprise uh, on this for this week's episode, but it's not trivia. It's not, hey, go play this video game every single week and we'll do an update type thing. It was something that we did a few years ago that I told him, I said, I bet you don't even think about this anymore. But I'll tell you, not only did I think about it recently, but I viewed it and it still holds up. It's still really good. So... Uh, back in 2010, I asked Sam to co-star in a movie. <laughs> no, I, I, now I know what you're talking about. In 2010, I asked Sam to co-star in a movie. What I did was, uh, uh, at the university I was uh, attending at the time, there was a, a, a film festival called Campus Movie Fest, and uh, you had one week to shoot. Or, I'm sorry, write, shoot, direct, edit, master. Everything from ground up, a five-minute movie. Well, anywhere from you know a second to five minutes up to a five-minute movie. Um, so I decided to go hands-on with it, and uh, I wrote it. I edited it uh, with some help from James Harding. I directed it with some help from Joe Bilda, um, and then uh, casted it. I casted you. I cast our friend Damien. I cast our friend Bill and Alex. Oh, yeah. um, so we had a whole group of people in that, in that movie do you remember that? I,
1: I do remember, right? Dude, your your parents' deli.
0: Yeah. I can't forget. Yeah, so we we um we actually shot it on location in beautiful <laughs> Richboro, Pennsylvania. Uh, it was called Love at First Slice. And I'll tell you this, now that now that we gave away the setting, it makes more sense. But I always ask people when they when they talk about it or when I bring it up if um what do you think Love at First Slice is? And they always say horror. Really? Yeah, that we said
1: love at first slice. My, what were they meet at a
0: pizza place or something? Oh, there you that's, go. That's, that's what I'm too. thinking. going. I thought, um, but slices in like the slicer deli meat. And <laughs> so it's a captivating young, uh, captivating story about a young man who gets broken up with in four minutes and fifty nine seconds. This all happens by the way. It's on YouTube. Just YouTube. Love at first slice. It's literally the first thing that pops up.
1: And it was what? Like it was like a week of shooting. You guys one, oh, one night. We did it one night. Well, you guys uh, you guys had to stay later than us. Because I know me and Alex.
0: Only yeah, had- we we yeah we yeah. we did the whole thing in one night. Um, you guys only had a few scenes. Yeah, but I mean the whole movie was only a few scenes. But yeah, we we waited around. Uh, the the main female and the main ca- uh, the main actor, main actress, they both stayed late to rap with me because we were doing like an after like a way late at night thing. Yeah, you needed the night shot. Yeah, I needed the night shot. So. Um, we shot it on location, and I watched it recently with one of my with one of my employees, because I don't know why we brought it up. I forget, because I think maybe he was talking about making a short film or something like that. And I was like, uh, I, I did. <laughs> um, it actually won honorable mention for best picture. No, what was that? It was like, to get to the second round, it was like top 20 out of 200 or something like that. And we came in like 23rd. And it got honorable mention for best picture, which was fourth, which was nice. The fan vote, so yeah. the fan vote went. We went crazy on that. A lot of people liked it um, because we had a nice sized cast, and we had a lot of people sharing the love, and a lot of people helped out. I still remember when I guess you know when it premiered.
1: I, you know, everyone's kind of you know they showed all the videos that got picked, and when ours got picked, I I almost lost
0: my shit. Yeah. So there were there was fifty or so entries from my university alone, and they only picked ten or twenty or fifty. I forget what the number was. Um, to get shown, but they didn't tell you beforehand. So they had a whole red carpet rolled out. They had the big uh, the big posters, re- um, like the big giant backdrops so you could take pictures in front of with Campus Movie Fest and all that. And we all showed up, all dialed up. I was in a suit. You were in a nice shirt. Um, the main actor and actress were in a dress and a, and a shirt We and a suit. We had everyone there. Yeah, came all to of our everybody. friends, everybody, yeah. Um, we had everybody there. And when it came on... Oh, dude, it, it, it was... Fuzz, couldn't believe it a fuzzy wuzzy production showed up on the screen i lost a little bit i i, I teared you, up a little you, bit. it was your baby you yeah, better i teared up a little bit i highly suggest just youtubing love it first slice and you'll you'll find it it's the first thing um grade a acting i mean <laughs> so uh, some funny things from that movie that i was kind of recalling my favorite line so um there was it's uh Alex is the main character not not the yeah, ma- yeah, yeah, yeah. not in real life. The main character's name is Alex, right? He works at a deli. you, Sam, are his manager Joe Bags Joe bags I still remember. I, I, don't ask me why Joe Bags, you are his manager, Joe Bags got that from Mike berbiglia. <laughs> oh, that's awesome and his that's brother awesome. Joe Bags, so that's where I got that inspiration. He gets broken up with by uh oh my gosh. It is yeah. the Name no no no. Me. It's um, Eloise. Oh, Eloise yeah. breaks up with him because of the "Say Anything" song. Eloise. Eloise. Yeah. Uh, that was my inspiration for that. Then the main uh, female uh, in the in the movie or the short film or whatever. Her name was Abria. Yeah. That's just because I always wanted a child named Abria. <laughs> That's I love that name. <laughs> Not wrong with that. So my favorite line in the movie is when. You say, it's when she walks in the door for the first time, and you say, oh, wow, oh, wow. <laughs> who is that? <laughs> Your acting is so on goddamn point. Like, uh. Who is that? <laughs> and and, and uh, Alex, for all intents and purposes, turns around and sees real life Alex standing there. Mm. (laughs) And like licking his lips at her. I think he drops the sandwich. sandwich. (laughs) So he drops the sandwich when when he gets handed it. And uh, he goes, hi, can I help you? And she says, hey, Bria. Bria for short. And you go, isn't that only shorter by one letter? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. was it, six years ago? 2010. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the month. I, I can – it doesn't – Believe rain. believe it or not, I still have the the very small pin that says we made a movie. I still have it. I don't have – I might have mine attached to my school bag that I used in college. I think I do. I'll I heard, send you a pic of it just to make sure. I'm pretty sure I still have it. Uh, that – so it was it was four minutes, fifty nine seconds. A lot of solid editing, a lot of solid shots. I I look back. I love it. I still get really like – Kind of emotional at that movie. Like, I really, I'm really, i really proud of it. There's one part of it where I would say we made a mistake. Was the in beginning? the editing process. No, the be- I would say it's the ending when we do the shot where she walks in at different days and I faded into each yeah, other yeah, yeah, so it yeah. looks like, you know what I mean? And then at the end of that where I've already clearly signified time passing, I, r- I'm, I have a graphic on the screen that says the next day. It made it seem like she came in three times in one day. And that instead of over a longer period of time, you need three meals a day. I needed, <laughs> <laughs> I needed to show a guy getting broken up with for you to feel for him for you for him to tell his story, meet, fall in love with a girl in four in, in four minutes and fifty nine seconds. And I feel like we accomplished no, you, that. You did a great job, man. No, you you were in that uh-huh. though. You were like one of the main characters. So the the other line that you have that is just. Hilarious to me it's is like my only other line I think <laughs> I want to say it is one of, Well no you said You're late man yeah. six, six to close Six to close It was to Wild Will right? Uh, yeah. yeah And the other line you have uh, I f- uh, she, uh, the, the main character goes So what do you have? What, what, what do you what do you want? And she goes I'll have a covered bridge And you hear Bill In the background Go Yeah you will And for some reason I wrote that in there And you go Shut up Chubbs Because that was Bill's character's name for those who don't know, Chubb's inspired by a real-life friend of ours, the cousin of the guy who played him. <laughs> so just crazy intertwining old. type stuff. And you say, shut up, Chubb. Go mop or something. <laughs> and in the next scene, you there, you see... As you guys, there's this, this melt I'm doing where uh, you it know, shows the passage of time, and all of a sudden in the background you just see he, Bill start he, mopping. He turns the corner and he, he starts mopping. mopping. It's like was right hilarious. in between you and, and the main character, so it worked out so well. is Accidental. That was completely accidental framing, but it worked out really, really well. I look back on that movie, man, and I'm so proud of it. I just kind of wanted to bring it back up, talk about it, and obviously say thanks for being a part yeah,
1: of it. Yeah, I, I probably haven't watched that since – you know, I, mean, I think I did watch it after, but, you know, if I figured out at least five, six
0: years. Well, guess what we're doing for five minutes after the show? All right, we watch we it again. We have to watch All it again. No because problem. It is is a sight to behold, man. I'm still really, really proud of it. As you should, man. So, uh, if you don't know, We Podcast and We Know Things is a weekly podcast. We come to you every weekend. We're coming to you a little bit early. It is actually Thursday, September 22nd, uh, 2016. As we record this, uh, I will be away all weekend, so we won't be able to record this on the weekend. So, we are definitely coming to you a little bit early than normal. Um, However, we are the podcast that brings you everything in the nerd and pop culture scene, anything, you know, whatever we feel like talking about, whether whether it be music or movies or video games or television, we're gonna bring it to you. But we could not bring it out, uh, bring it to you without the help of Loot Crate. However, I would normally, you know, plug Loot Crate right now and say, you know, if you're looking for this month's theme, you know, you have to go here, this, that, and the other. Well, you can't. The theme has ended. Waited too long. We warned you for a month that this theme was going to end on the 19th of September. So September's theme of speed is over. When you're listening to this, you can no longer get the speed theme. October's theme has not been announced yet. I'm excited. Oh, Me too. I, I can't wait to open this little box over
1: here that I have to the left of me. Okay, well. That I have not looked at, have no idea what's in it yet.
0: So instead of obviously going through the theme or whatever. So if you don't know Loot Crate is, well you should by now, damn it, but if you don't know Loot Crate is the uh, monthly subscription service that brings all like gaming uh, gamer geek goodies right to your doorstep. It's really good. You pay a one-time fee per month and they just deliver a box of stuff Right to your front door. Sam uh, got his package today, his first ever loot crate. First ever. That's so bad. we we are gonna unbox it live on the show. We have not looked at it yet. We're gonna try and get that tape off. All right, we got that. So Sam is opening the loot crate box. Sam, oh. do one at a time. Okay. Do one at a time. They, they they pack it very well in this little box. Do one at a time, so you little. We want good surprises here. All right, all right. First item. Oh wait, this okay, is. I, I, think I think just it's just,
1: it just a book. I think just explaining what's what's in there. So I yes. won't look.
0: I won't look. I'll, I'll give it to you. So we have the loot crate magazine. The, I guess you. Get every episode, or I'm sorry, every crate, basically going over what we got. So, what's the first item? It's a piece of cardboard. Maybe it goes to something that I have to finish. I'm not sure yet. It's loot year, so I would assume that this is uh, not part of the box since it's a loot crate themed thing. I think maybe that's just a part of it. Maybe, uh, oh, you know what it might be? Maybe every month you get something new and like you piece it together over time. So, what is this? Let's see what we got here. We got a little. it's a flash what is that collectible auto ornaments oh that's pretty sweet is that was it like turn on oh it's a hood ornament for your car it's the flash
1: yeah that's pretty sweet that's pretty
0: sweet you got a a flash hood ornament that's pretty sweet that is really neat so you can either get looks like flash or Or, arrow or or
1: arrow i'll take flash very cool what's that Okay, and I know loot crate. I know my because
0: my boy, our boy Machi, always gets it and they give you a pin in every box. Oh, there you go, loot year. So I bet you it's like maybe the collectible. Maybe you put that there or something like that over the year. I know, something be. either that or I think maybe that's like a piece that you get. Could store, could store the pin on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's what that is. Next piece of, of business, gone in sixty seconds. Old Eleanor. You did? You got it? I got it. You got Eleanor. He was so worried that
1: he wasn't going to get anything Eleanor. I mean, anyone who knows me, you guys know I love Gone in 60 Seconds. It's probably my favorite Nicolas Cage movie. I've seen it a thousand times, and Eleanor is my dream car. Saw
0: it once in real life and almost crapped myself. The 67 custom movie star Mustang. Eleanor. Beautiful. I love that it says Loot Crate exclusive on this. Yeah, that is really sweet.
1: Oh, God. What do you got? Batman Metal Batwing Keychain
0: Stealth Edition. Oh. That's pretty sick. A Batman Metal Batwing Keychain Stealth Edition. I'll let you, it's you your crate. I'll,
1: I'll keep, I'm going to keep it in, you know, keep it wrapped up can until the
0: end. Can we see it, end. though? see it. Oh, so it's just a Batman yeah, you, symbol. You, can, that's o- pretty you can open it up while, you know, I keep looking in here. All right, let's see what we got. So, you got so when you take it out, oh, wow, that's hefty. So it's the actual Batmobile with, like, wings. Or but, yeah, the Batwing. Oh, it's got weight to it. Yeah. Nice. That's pretty neat, man. Pretty hot about We awesome. got that. Oh, Battlestar Galactica. It's,
1: see, now this is a show I never watched because mm-hmm. it's a show that has a gazillion episodes that it's it's almost impossible to ever catch up.
0: Mm-hmm. But that's still a little sick. Um, exclusive Cyclone Raider. That's not bad. The Cyclone Raider. Yeah, four and a half inch Scar Titan. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm not familiar with Battlestar Galactica so might, much. Be yeah. And it looks like last but not least. You get a shirt. Uh oh, he's got his wearable. What is it? Let's see what we got here. Ah, oh, that's cool. No way, that's sick. Tony Stark Motor Racing T-shirt. That's or Stark sick. Industries, I should say. That's really sick. Stark Industries Motor Racing. That number eleven. Stark Industries Motor My birthday, Racing T-shirt. birthday, brother. Oh wow, Thank you. that's really neat. So that was our first ever Loot Crate. Very happy with Loot Crate, actually. That's really neat, and he got all that for twenty bucks. Can't beat it. Cannot to beat me,
1: that. Just a shirt. My shirts alone are you know twenty to thirty dollars. Just to get everything else is, is a bonus,
0: and that's really cool. So when October's theme drops, uh, we'll we'll do the monthly unboxing every month. Either one of us is going to get our loot crate. So one of us or both of us will do the unboxings uh, whenever we get them. We'll we'll save them for the show. Um, I cannot wait for October's theme to be revealed because if that's any preview to what we're going to be getting from loot crate down the line, I'm very excited. Oh, I mean, just just the Eleanor alone, I'm hyped. So. If you want to uh, partake in the goodies that we're taking here and, and you know that we've received from Loot Crate, go to We and We Know Things.com. When you go to We and We Know Things.com, right there on the home screen, right in front of your face, you're going to see click here to subscribe to Loot Crate. And that is going to be our personal Loot Crate link for the show. When you use that link, you help the show grow. We cannot grow without your help. So please go to We and We Know Things to get the Loot Crate link. Sign up right there for $20 a month. You can get all all the things and more that Sam just got delivered to his door, brought over, we unboxed. You also get a link to the Facebook page. You get a link to our Instagram, which is at WePodcast, and we know things. And you obviously get the links to our Stitcher and iTunes uh, as well, so you can subscribe, like, rate, and review. Again, those are the things that will help build the show, and we cannot do it without your help.
1: And when you guys, when you do order or pre-order, you know, Crate, every cent that we make is going to go towards software we can have our whole catalog of We Podcast We Know Things on iTunes or Stitcher because obviously right now we can only have three at a time unless you save it to your phone.
0: That's right. You'd have to, to, in order to listen to our backlog, you'd actually have to download the episode to your phone. We don't want to take up your storage space. We just want to let you stream the episodes at will whenever you want. And we can't do that, unfortunately, right now. So every cent we make through loot crate or what have you, um, we will be putting 100%, not one cent in our pocket, 100% will go to making the show better, whether that be a subscription to uh, our podcast hosting service, which gets us the unlimited storage space uh, or better equipment for the show. that, and the other, but our first order of business is 100% to get you, the viewers and listeners, the backlog to the to the episodes so we can have all nine at once. You can binge listen to We Podcast and We Know Things. Sounds good, brother. Uh, we're going to get the show rolling tonight with television. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of Netflix. Sam, you like Marvel. Of course. But you love DC. Of course. This Is this going to hurt you? No, no, we're about to no, no. About? no.
1: I, I'm so excited! I I can't believe, I can, actually can't wait just because you know you can't obviously yes I'm a DC fanboy you know quote. or whatever it. I love it but I still love Marvel I'm not I'm not the type of person that's gonna I love DC but but hate Marvel no I cannot wait for Luke Cage and that's that's the whole reason what, what we're doing here we're just gonna give a quick run through of you know the Daredevil both seasons Jessica Jones because we have September 30th all 13 episodes of Luke Cage drops
0: and we just kind of want to almost. Get you in the right mindset, right? So we want to recap what Marvel and Netflix, or Marvel on Netflix has done so far, and we want to get you ready for Luke Cage that's dropping in just about a week from now, a week and one day from now. So we really want to get you up to speed. If you have not, obviously go on Netflix and watch it for yourself, but we're here to help you get caught up on everything that is Daredevil and Jessica Jones.
1: Yeah, definitely. And by now, obviously, they're spoilers, so I mean, if this... The first season of Daredevil came out in 2015 of April, so I assume that everyone's all caught up. I hope that everyone's caught up. If not, pause it, go watch it, come back. So let me just, if you watch the Daredevil, it's 13 episodes. Me, I couldn't stop. After the fourth episode where basically you see Kingpin smash someone's head, basically clean off by a door, I was hook, line, and sinker. I couldn't stop. I'm pretty sure I banged everything out in a day and a half. Have you gotten to anything? Or? That sounds like you chronically masturbate. I didn't. E- I don't. Know. I didn't even listen to how it sounded. I banged, I'm just. I banged. Everything. And I
0: banged everything out in a day and a half. Sounds like you chronically masturbated yourself to death.
1: Well, that's not the
0: case, but you know. But still, I really liked um, Rosaria Dawson. Oh, okay, nice. She had a really good role to play. She played the that important part, very important part. But in the beginning, she was more that damsel in distress. But like not your typical, right? I mean she was like Hell's Kitchen, obviously like New York City type stuff. But like that hard kind of grizzled damsel in distress that really didn't even need it, but she got it. I would say, well, if you're
1: going to help a guy who's basically lying dead in a dumpster, (laughs) you know what I mean? So you got a good heart there. I mean Charlie Charlie Cox is is killing it as as Daredevil. I mean (laughs) – we all want to forget Ben Affleck's Daredevil. I mean, come thank, on. thank goodness he went to DC and he's and, he's, he's <laughs> revitalized his superhero career. Thank who, Ryan Reynolds did it. Who would and who would have who right. would have thought Ben Affleck would have been a great Batman?
0: But. And he and he has been so far. He's actually been a fantastic Batman so far. And I'm more Marvel than DC, as everybody should know.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I mean, whether you're Marvel, DC, you should definitely give Daredevil a chance. It, it's it's gritty. It's not like the Marvel movies that are more you know humorous and campy and. This is more, you know, vile and brutal. That is the action stuff that I need. And it's
0: Fulton Reed, hard-hitting defenseman from the Mighty Ducks movies, Uh, plays Foggy, Foggy Nelson. How could you not love that? It's Fulton (laughs) Reed, everyone. I mean,
1: it's between him. You have Deborah Ann Wolfe. she plays Karen Page. She was on True Blood all, you know, that whole run. And you have you know Vincent D'Onofrio plays Kingpin, who who he crushed it in. um,
0: The come on, give it to me, Army movie.
1: Oh, oh, oh! Um, um, uh, uh, Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. Yep. Um, he. I know a lot of people said like, you know, in the comics, Kingpin. He's huge. He's like, he's a big guy. I mean, yeah, he, Vincent. He's a, he's a big guy. But I I I think he did great as Kingpin. He he had me draw as soon as he smashed that guy's head. I was like, oh shit! Don't
0: mess with this guy. Yeah, he played the role of, um, kind of when you first see him, he's almost. He's intimidating, right? But he's almost silent. He's very, he's very silent. Doesn't have a lot of lines. Um, doesn't come out with this big, you don't really know kind of his backstory at all. It's kind of mysterious. But then you just realize that this dude's pure evil. Oh, easily. Yeah. Well, if you you can basically kill a guy with a car door. (laughs) Well, this is true. I mean, I've, I've done some things with car doors in my day. You see, uh. Right there. Oh, wait, I remember. It was, was it hanging by a thread or yeah, something? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They they stitched my hand back on. Oh, you want to close the door on your hand? That's right. I was eight years old going to my first MVP All Star game for baseball. Did you make it? I didn't. <laughs> this was my throwing hand.
1: Sorry, but well, I'm sure not. It's not only mine. I'm sure probably everyone's. They had a um like that one single shot fight scene. Where he's just kicking everybody's ass, and and you see near the end of the fight, he's exhausted. The, the actor,
0: <laughs> I like how much they also show you Daredevil without the actual costume because I like, I like when he's just got the his, bandana. His, his pre up yeah. dude. It,
1: I, it's it's it funny, looks convincing. But I liked it. Like I almost didn't want. That to go away. The suit doesn't look so great
0: to me. It's like really leathery.
1: But I mean, I did like the suit. But I liked that they waited till the thirteenth episode to actually finally his final fight with Kingpin. That's I, I thought was perfect.
0: Yeah, and that's and again, I think that's the suit that like. Not the suit, but it, it really hits home in an origin story because a lot of times when you get origin stories, they're told in a movie, and the movie's what an hour and a half to two and a half hours somewhere in that time frame. Nine so you don't time. have enough time to build a backstory and origin story, so you have to rush it a little bit, and you don't you see them maybe with a scene or two, like in Civil War, right? You see Spider Man, Tom Holland's Spider Man, in two shots before he gets when before Stark gives him the updated suit. You see him in a like a YouTube video, real quick on a cell phone, and then you see the actual costume drop out of the attic. Yeah. <laughs> and when he tries to hide it in the laundry or whatever, and that's really good, but I wanted to see more of him in it, and I and I will when Homecoming comes around, I assume, oh, I assume, but even still, that's just one movie. To get 13 or 12 episodes and a little bit into 13 of the uh, homemade, we'll call it, for yes. lack of a better phrase, <laughs> Daredevil Get Up, that was really neat. Um, because I almost liked it. I think I might have actually liked it a little bit more than the actual suit.
1: Well, it, it was it was different. You know, we we got something rather than what we already know what Daredevil wears. Yeah, I mean the, the whole season to me, I I loved it. I I couldn't stop. The only thing, the, my my minor complaint is the last is the fight scene with Kingpin at the end. I thought it was just like a little. I don't know. I just feel like between the the one fight scene they had and every other scene they every action I felt like the ending fight was a little kind of like
0: uh it didn't give, f- it didn't give you that right there Fred. Do you feel right there Fred? That's awesome. Sorry. That's awesome. No, I like it. Did uh was it more Daredevil was it more Kingpin was it a combination of both I mean, was it photography no, I mean, was it He what was what basically
1: was? going to jail then he, he gets broken out on the way there then right. eventually Daredevil meets It's just them two. Just hand to hand fight in an alleyway. Yeah. I I, I, I I don't know what I was expecting, but I just I, I thought I was hoping for a little bit
0: more. But I mean nothing wrong with it. Still still a great first season. Yeah. You know. What about the second season? So the second season's a lot more obviously current, right? Now, full admission, I haven't seen the second season yet. And it's it's in my queue, it's on my watch list. Uh, you know, a million other things came out that we'll actually talk about a little bit later um, in our top three, but I missed it and I'm I'm regretting it. i I want to watch it very, very badly, but I gotta finish out that first season first. You you have to and please and please do it, ASAP. I mean you have the punisher. It's, it's like the <laughs> right, I know. But it's the next it is uh the next Netflix series on my list. I'm finished all the other Netflix series. I'm caught up on everything, but but a little bit of narcos, I guess. So I gotta finish narcos. It's just like football seasons here. Dude, I, there's I, not enough time in the no, day. I I Monday, think I feel stranger night. things. So Monday night right. Monday nights, right? You got Raw and Monday night football. Tuesday nights, I play hockey, and there's SmackDown. So usually Wednesday, I catch up on those two. Yeah. But now Wednesday, South Park and American Horror Story. I think American Horror Story, but I know South Park. Right. So I'm usually catching up on the wrestling, uh, and then and watching South Park. Then Thursday, Thursday night football. Forget about it. Yeah, that's, that's what's that, that's on. That's it for that. That's what's on right next to us right now. Then you got Friday. That's Friday. Saturday, we usually do the show, and again, it's a Saturday. I might have some time in the afternoon, but definitely not at night. And then on Sunday, all day football. Like that's the problem. Uh, Your only time. Me, I know. Me and you were were early morning riser. That's to me. That's my best show time to watch. But, and I'm pretty sure that's probably yours and too. One hundred percent. But half my weekend time, when I wake up that early, is spent doing the show now, which is obviously awesome, but I usually would wake up around four or five on a Saturday and a Sunday, give me that time till the old fiancé wakes up, you know, and I, that's Greg time. Like, yeah. That's the favorite time. Of the, of the, <laughs> no offense, I love you and I miss you. She's in Vegas right now. Um, but, I do cherish the old G-Hall time.
1: Oh, sure. I couldn't agree more, man. But, please do me a favor and, and see season two. But, I mean, just like the first season, the first four episodes. I mean, you got the Punisher and Daredevil already facing off. I mean, Punisher's coming out guns blazing. He's just mowing down people. That's the dude from Walking Dead, right? Yeah, John Burnthal. I mean, okay, here, real quick about him on Walking Dead.
0: I thought the beginning of Walking Dead was terrible. I mean, I, oh, that's the fir- That's the that's my first. The first six episodes, the first season, by far the best. Oh, I, I oh, by far the best. That's even that
1: even me. him. Even John Bernthal. Even I didn't even like his character. I didn't even like almost like his acting. Like, I don't think I liked anybody, to be Uh, honest.
0: I will tell you, I remember... Besides Fear the Walking Dead, that is the worst show. piece of shit out. That is the worst show. The Walking Dead was already... The first season was already finished, and it went to Netflix before I saw it. I purposely waited, um... Which is again like Ray Donovan, like I said last week. I'm waiting till the yeah. whole thing was over. Uh, I did the whole. Th- I did the first season with Walking Dead. Season two was about a third of the way done, and I said it's about time. I did it on Halloween, uh, Thanksgiving Day, of all things. Wow. Thanksgiving was the day I started watching a zombie apocalypse show, and I remember my dad was on the computer. I still lived at home at the time. My dad was on the computer, and he wasn't watching it, but I was watching it on the main TV in the living room. And I looked over at him, and I said, "You pay attention at all?" A little bit, like I can kind of, you know, piece together. Yeah. And I said, "This is what I want out of a zombie show. It makes it seem real. It makes it seem realistic. It's the f- it's the first show that I didn't. It wasn't going for horror. It was trying to soak you into the atmosphere and the world. And that's when I loved it. And then the farm happened." And I'm yeah.
1: done. I mean, I would say the last season that I watched with you, when they finally introduced Negan again, I thought that was the best season so far. I'm I'm, I'm pretty I, hyped to see. I, I assume, I think, I know who he's going to kill first because obviously we, I know
0: the comics from you know. Negan is in everything. That dude, he's in Grey's Anatomy Jeffrey as this, Dean Morgan. Yeah, as this guy Denny, which pisses me off because he like is a ghost. Ghost he, Denny, he, stupid. He was, he, was he was in Watchmen. He was in Watchmen. He was in Weeds. He was yeah. in a, like so he, much he, stuff. He, Here's an old one, but he was the, the dad
1: in Supernatural. Whoa, yeah, really? Yeah, that's pretty, pretty cool. Before, he kind of blew up and had Watchmen and everything. But, yeah, season two of Daredevil, though. Get get, get back to, to it. it. What's better, first or second season? I, I was actually trying to think about that. I want to say the first. In, okay, I want to say the first overall, but to me, the first four episodes of the second season with the Punisher. Dude, he, he mows down everybody. I mean, he... He's just coming for you.
0: What's, like, the language and stuff? Do they—oh, sorry, I kicked the table. Do they go hardcore with, like, like adult themes and language well, I mean, and stuff? Is it gory I, or what? I wouldn't—I don't—what I remember, I don't think it was more vulgar language. I just—he's just, just he's killing
1: people. He's shooting everybody. I mean, okay. he's brutal. And, and just like the first season, you have, like, another— this one's, like, a five-minute fight scene where he's, you know, or, uh, Daredevil's coming down steps. He's knocking people out. Then after all the fight, he's got to carry the Punisher out of the elevator. I mean, that was just the, you know— the, the cinematography? Is that what you call that? Can't think of it. Camera work? Yeah. Cinematography. Yeah, so that was awesome. That whole fight scene, it was beautiful. That was probably one of the best fight scenes I've
0: ever seen. Um, real quick side note. I forgot to put it in the rundown, but I remember it. I don't remember the guy's name. I think it's the person or the company that owns the rights. They said a new Spawn movie is in. Todd McFarlane. Thank you. Said a new Spawn movie is in the works. I just wanted to throw that out there because that's awesome. And he's writing everything. Yeah. Spawn is the shit. Um, but for some reason, whenever I think Punisher, I think of Spawn. For some reason, really? to me, because of the badassness, like they were, they're macho, they're bigger. Well, you know, we obviously have a Hell Spawn. We, then we had the Punisher with the giant skull, the fantastic, like, iconic logos. Um, for some reason, I associate those two and not like Deadpool. Deadpool's the merc with the mouth. Yeah. He's more of a, you know, humor. These guys are more serious. I guess maybe that's why I make the connection, but I just wanted to throw that out there. But um, I. I'm excited to watch the second season. I like John Barenthal as an actor. Um, when I hate Shane in Walking Dead, that's how you know you like the actor, right? Like Joffrey. Yeah, or, oh, God. Or, oh, yeah. Oh or yeah. or, or uh, Ramsey Bolton, right? You know you like those See, actors. See, I thought he was a real swell guy. <laughs> his dogs did too. <laughs> um, they, they liked him a lot. Um, and they liked the way his face tasted. Yeah. And, and, and another thing in the second season, you had Electra. Oh yeah. Jennifer Garner. Oh, yeah. it was not
1: Jennifer <laughs> Garner. It's L O for 2. L O D young. O for 2 mid two
0: thousand superhero reboots. <laughs> Even though she was absolutely beautiful. See, here's like a dividing line. I I was thinking the other day of uh like women that people think that are attractive that I just don't you will you'll find her in She is on the list. No, she she's she um, can be. No, no, but no. that face no. is it looks like someone's trying to stretch her out. To me, she And I don't mean that personally, you're probably a lovely person. Don't sue me. My people will call your people.
1: <laughs> and I I felt like she she didn't look better, because obviously she had to train for the role as Electra. I mean, she was in you know tip top condition. I mean she was flawless. I mean I I can understand why Ben fell in love with her.
0: <laughs> Sam is single. <laughs> I just want to point that yeah, know,
1: out. Yeah, I know you and Ben are in the, in the rough right now. You know, <laughs> Just speaking of Email people. Email us at, we podcast.
0: <laughs> sp- at we podcasting things at gmail.com. Again, my people, your people, let's get together. Um, speaking of, real quick, another sidebar, uh, Brad and Angelina calling it no-no anymore. They're, they're getting a divorce. You think? I mean, they said it. I mean, I, I saw a couple of
1: videos that, you know, they, they were, you know, in
0: the kitchen. There was a lot of, you know, I, like- I remember. Yeah, I watched a video recently. They actually broadcast one of their fights, dude. It was all over the place. Um, they were going through the kitchen, throwing knives at each other. And like what the one that she kicked him in the face, did a couple like um, drop kicks. And like they were like trying to they were shooting each other and shit. They were trying to kill each other. Are we talk about Mr. And Mrs. Smith. Get the fuck out of here.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I, I do like the one part where I think he knocks her down. He's like, come to daddy. <laughs> I always thought that was hilarious. But <clears throat> back to Daredevil. And it it kind of ends with, like, the hand coming in. If anyone knows the hand, that's like, basically a
0: big deal ninja clan. Uh, you realize that's just, like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the foot. Like, okay. that's just a complete ripoff of the foot. They're just saying the hand. Why not? Like, I'm going to have a crime organization called The Nose. Hey, status starts somewhere. <laughs> the
1: tibia. So then you, you basically, you know, at the end, Elektra basically sacrifices herself for... You know, to save Daredevil, and she gets killed. But but at the end, the hand kind of puts her in this
0: hundred bucks.
1: <laughs> they kind of put her in this little kind of coffin, and they're gonna do some kind of magic. Some, and I don't think she's probably gonna come back in the, the season
0: three. But if, if Jon Snow can, yeah, just yeah. get Melisandre to come in for exactly. Electra. V- bring her, bring her up. The what? red woman and the red outfitted woman.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, woman in red. It's a late night. It's a late night. I'm but sorry, I'm sorry. I assume she'll come back, but she won't come back.
0: As the same Electra. So back to the conversation earlier where we were talking about women that are traditionally looked at as attractive that I don't find. I feel like there's a list the opposite way where uh, it's like not the most popular Hollywood hotties but you find that I find very attractive. And uh, I think our next gale probably tops the list. Are you speaking of Jessica Jones? I am speaking of... The character of Jessica Jones, but moreover, Kristen Ritter, Kristen Ritter, who uh, plays in Breaking Bad uh, as which her that scene was brutal, brutal, absolutely brutal. Um, So uh, spoilers for Breaking Bad, by the way, (laughs) Um, we'll put that in the notes. The B in Apartment 23. It's a little half hour a little comedy I was gonna say that one I missed actually but really no, she, she, is
1: a, she is a cutie yeah I like her a lot and she's I mean another 13 episode you know season just like both Daredevils and she's a badass that's right she's I mean yeah she's an alcoholic yeah she's suffering from <laughs> yeah, post, God, you post-traumatic know, stress disorder from,
0: PTSD and alcohol you know, that's it, a typical Friday no, no, but it's different it's not like in Hell's Kitchen yeah you know so it's not like
1: you know she's not this like perfect girl yeah she has superhuman strength you know, they, she says she can't fly, but she can jump super high. But do they do that because that rhymes? No, I, that, that I just that, a thing? that just flowed off. You know what I was that thinking? Was, that was <laughs> beautiful. Scene. But I mean, you you know, you got Mike Coulter who's playing, you know, Luke Cage in it. You got Rachel Taylor, who is Australian by the way, high her and awesome, who plays Trish Walker, who eventually becomes Hellcat. Well, you know, I don't know. You, you kind of have to know your comics to really know who that is. And you have a little Carrie Ann Moss, Carrie Ann Moss, good old Mossy from Matrix, obviously, and who, my favorite person of this whole show, better than Kristen Ritter, was David Tennant as Kilgrave. He, to me, he made this show. Without David Tennant, I don't think it would have been as well-received as it was. I mean, don't get me wrong, Kristen Ritter did great, but David Tennant was just like, he's, you know, the Kilgrave called Purple Man in comics, he was just, he just sucked you in. He was just so, like, evil. I mean, with his power, he can control you and make you do whatever you want. And it's – the way he does it, it's so devious and I I don't even know how to explain it better.
0: 8.3 out of 10 on IMDb and what I love about the show in the description, it says, Jessica wants to do good but her primary interest isn't in saving the world. It's saving her apartment and getting through each day. I really like that. It's like – it's less of the superhero and more of the common person. Oh, definitely. And that's – but but the common person who does extraordinary things. And that's what I find more believable. If you're going to like go out in the superhero realm, that's why honestly – i my least favorite super one of my least favorite superheroes is Superman because it's just so he can do so much that is zero percent believable when you have a story like Jessica Jones who is the everyday person going through real life demons and turns that into good that's the kind of like I mean yeah, she does re- have superhuman you know I, strength, know, I know I know I know i I hear what you're saying though, but like it's not it's not put out there. She's more of like a behind-the-scenes superhero. Oh, oh, definitely. You know what I'm trying to say? It, it, it's, not, it's not publicized. She doesn't wear a giant cape and suit and fly around and this, that, and the other. She's got her thing. It's more about like like the description says, getting through each day as opposed to you know being the focal point of an entire city. Oh, She's yeah. just a piece of the city. And, and 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 this this season, it was it was like deep emotional.
1: Like it's it's some pretty deep deep stuff happens in here you got you know one one girl kills her parents obviously she's being controlled by Kilgrave and then you know Jessica Jones kind of you know, blames on herself for not stopping her or stopping him and just the the whole you know build up it was good It's just i don't want to really give it away yeah, I, I don't i know you didn't N- see november 20th
0: 2015 it dropped so it's still it's still not 100% received i'd probably hold off on that but i mean it it gave you the it gave you the in, right, to, to Mike Coulter as Luke Cage. Oh, you, it, 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 it's, I, it's the introduction.
1: If you're going to watch Luke Cage on September 3rd, you it.
0: have to see this.
1: I mean, if if for not Luke Cage, watch it for David Tennant. Trust me, if you like villains, villain roles, you will not be disappointed by him because he, he carried it, in my opinion.
0: I'm looking him up uh, to try and see what else he was – oh, he was – no shit. He was the 10th Doctor in Doctor Who. That was a show I never watched, so I don't know. Uh, I have only seen one or two episodes, but they have, like, a lot of different Doctors. I think it's, like, 13 now or something, even maybe more than that, probably more. I'm sure I'm just getting yelled at now uh, by people for not knowing the number of Doctors. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, he's a 45-year-old actor from Bathgate, United Kingdom. He's a Scottish actor, actually, known for being the 10th Doctor, Alec Hardy in Broadchurch, uh, Giacomo Casanova in the serial Casanova Killgrave so very cool yeah you, you, very good so uh, to me obviously, you know, we have you said a week
1: we have a week until Luke Cage drops 13 episodes two episodes a day yeah that's it nice and easy you know no, obviously no commercials thank you Netflix and thank you for only raising mine to what eight bucks no I think it's ten dollars I finally they bucks. finally raised it Whatever. I was
0: seven and then they went all the way up to ten they didn't <laughs> even
1: give me the eight first like everybody so else. it looks like we're gonna have Luke Cage he'll finish out this year so then it, to me it looks like in 2017 we're going to finally see Iron Fist who I, I really can't wait to see. Is the, that porno? Oh, no, it's not it, I mean Christ, it might be, but Iron Fist trust me he's a, ba- <laughs> he's, will a be. he's a badass. And then hopefully we'll, we'll finally have the whole team together in the defenders, hopefully That's at the end, at the end of the year because you know I want to know I, I don't want to go defenders than Iron Fist I want to know.
0: Iron Fist story before you hit me
1: with the defenders. Yeah, no, you you know, I, don't want, I don't want you, you guys the
0: defenders. You got the Avengers. You got every that's. It's no, it's awesome. Yeah, just come it, up. With, I think there was like a thesaurus laying out on a table somewhere, <laughs> and they looked up <laughs> synonyms for the same word, and they were like, "All right, we got guardians. We got suspenders. Defenders." <laughs> and just went with it. So, and then
1: it looks like in 2018, it looks like that'll probably be when the season three of Daredevil will drop. Why
0: not 2017 for Daredevil? Well, I just feel like because. They're going to if Netflix has been doing a, a I think, season a year, why wouldn't well, they, why would they skip well, a year? Well, he's
1: going to be a member. If he's going to be in Defenders, we don't know. Maybe he has a little cameo, or maybe he's in Iron Fist. So mm-hmm. you know, we don't know. So you figure there's two titles right there in 2017. Mm-hmm. So I assume just to give you know the story time to develop, have you know Jessica Jones season two in 2018. Uh, the Punisher, I know it got green but I don't, I don't think there's a date yet. So I assume that'll probably be 18 too. Mm-hmm. You know me, I'm I'm still praying for a Moon night. That is probably my favorite Marvel character, and mm-hmm. you to me, you can't do him right on the movies because it's like you, we said earlier, it's just not enough time. Right. Thirteen episodes, you give him, you know, fifty-five minutes an episode. I think as long as you get the right actor, I
0: think he could be one of the best shows on right, Netflix right, because they have enough time to flesh out. Oh, I mean, he's, the story. he's he's got multiple
1: personalities. I mean, just 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 alone, he's got you know four different characters to play with. There's so much you know that the
0: actor can do. So we're going to transition into our top three for the week, and I kind of mentioned this earlier where I said, hey, listen, we're going to talk about some other Netflix series, and that's exactly what we're going to do today. We're going to review our top three Netflix series. Now, caveats, number one, uh, the Marvel series that we just mentioned can be allowed, okay? So even though we just spent 40 minutes and 51 seconds talking about Marvel on Netflix, we can bring up them in our top three, obviously, right? If they're good enough to be there, they should be there. Uh, Another caveat, I was going to use Making a Murderer for my number three, but I looked back on it, I asked two people for their opinion, and they both told me, bro, ain't a series. It's, It's not a show. I mean, it's a series, 100%, and it's a documentary series, but it is not an actual show, fictionalized show, so I took that off the list in favor of my number three, which was House of Cards, and I'm going to say now, just like the tattoo on my arm says. Good call. Only season one. How many seasons are there? I believe four. I want to say it's on four. And I and the reason I don't know is because I don't care. I gave up. Season two is good. It's good about until about halfway through. I will tell you this. Uh, no spoilers. But Kate Mara, another one on my list of awesome people. Love myself some Kate Mara. Uh, was in the show. And it's no longer in the show. So Dude, I kind of gave up. Uh, I'm not going to tell you. Okay, you were good. But, I, I, but, but I, it's not in the show anymore. So I kind of just didn't care as much anymore. Because I feel like her arc had so much left in it. Much like everybody else did. And I think that what they did with her character was great. Because it was very unexpected. But I am I was kind uh, of, you, you took out the one character that I really wanted to see develop more. Plus, I like her face <laughs> and how it looks. That helps. Yes, I like the structure of her facial features. I was Kevin Spacey. I, I uh, just fantastic. I mean, think. he's he's just amazing, right? I mean, he's he's one of the best character actors. You know, yeah, well, he was he, in a gazillion films, right? And dude, I shouldn't even say character actor. Maybe that's the wrong way to describe him. He almost plays the same character and everything. Usual suspects, American beauty. He kind of almost plays the same kind of character. Now, granted, usual suspects. He does not play a person in, uh, in a right mind. I was right going to say horrible bosses. Horrible bosses. Loved him in that. <laughs> um, even his role in Call of Duty. He oh, ca- yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. For he kind of
0: play the same character and when he brings that to house of cards he's fantastic as frank underwood and he really is manipulative and maniacal and you really just latch on and you love to hate him i'm talking i'm talking walter white styles of love to hate right he does all the wrong things but you just love it anyway
1: and see i've never seen the show but i always kind of i haven't seen this or like i stick with the other show with the Blacklist. Yeah, Blacklist I, is fantastic. Is it, I, I don't. Know. I always like.
0: I almost get, almost get them mixed up between Spacey and you know. Blacklist season three is going on right now. It's actually on my DVR tonight. It's gonna. It's uh, season three is on, or maybe even four. Actually, season four Jesus. is is on now, and it's on my DVR schedule for tonight. It's fantastic. Um, I forget who it is, but it's the, it's Ultron from Yeah Avengers Age of Ultron. Whoever I forget the voice, but that's who's the main character or the main villain in Blacklist, and you love to hate him too. Um. He just has that voice. Yeah, if you know. like, I'll look it up real, real, real quick um, while I'm finishing off the House of Cards. But the the first season, right? It's a political show, so you kind of have to know a little bit about politics. I don't know a lot about politics, which is probably another reason I fell off. I choose not to dive into politics. You know, there are certain things yeah, I'm, a I'm lot of people don't talk about. Um, you know, religion, politics, stuff like that. I choose to stay away from that kind of thing uh, because it just doesn't. It doesn't appeal to me um, in terms of keeping up with it let's like let's just say sports, yeah, right? so that that's something I'm much happier to talk about uh at, at that you know uh james spader James spader jeez, I was the whole time I was drawing a blank on his name and, and so it's a very political show, but you don't need to know. Everything that they're saying. Like there are lines in there that I'm like, oh what the Oh, it, it would go over my, right over my head. But you don't but it's stuff you don't necessarily need all if you know what Congress is, yeah. right? If you know how it works, if you know what the House of Representatives, you know how it works, and the I, I know the hierarchy, gist, as and, they you, say. and you know the hierarchy to the president. If you understand basics of politics, you'll get the show. But it's really about the characters. It's really about Frank, it's really about uh oh gosh. His wife, Carrie, no, I can't remember his wife's name in the show. Uh, it's really about him and his wife and Kate Mara's character and the Washington Post, and, and especially in that first season. And then it turns into kind of internet blogging in the second season and how that kind of expands and how, you know, they've got inside sources for tips and how to get those inside sources. And it's really, really good. Frank goes for vice president at a point and it's it's really good, but I, I'm just, there was a certain cutoff for me that I'm done. Um, it's boring now. It, yeah. To me, it's a little bit boring. And I love slow burn shows. Breaking Bad is not an action packed oh, no. show, but it's my favorite show in the history of cable television. And I'm, I love a good story, but this one didn't grab me after uh, Kate Mars' character is no longer on it.
1: I just need an eighth day of the week to watch all these shows. No problem. Okay, so we'll hit you with my number three. I know we talked on the show before, but I got to go with Narcos. Mm. I mean, you had, I don't, never knew, knew this guy, Wagner Mora, who plays Pablo Escobar. Mm. I, I thought, I mean, not that I n- really knew too much about Pablo, but I thought he did a great job. Claire. That's his wife's name. (laughs) I didn't even look it up. I'm just thinking. And another Game of Thrones actor, Mm. Pedro Pascal, played awesome as Javier Pena. I mean, the show just, they actually, you know, shot, you know, filmed it in Medellin. You got to see the landscape, kind of get a feel for the area of kind of what they were going through, how they were living, and, you you know, just the dangers, or just, just what Pablo had, it. he was always a step ahead of the cops constantly. And he had kids with walkie
0: talkies and also kind of controlled the cops.
1: Oh, which paid him off 10 times over most of them. And it, until, you know, near the end until we blew basically blew up and, you know, killed kids. It was horrible. But to me, that show alone, two seasons, it's totally worth it. I think it's only 10 episodes each season. It, 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 it's absolutely great. Thank God it got signed for season three and four. I now I want, I'm, I'm interested to see what actually happens after Pablo, because all you ever hear of is Pablo. They never tell you, kind of, or at least I don't know what happens after, or kind of, what drug lord takes the reins, or. I don't even know what happened to his, his wife or his kids. I don't know if they're going to bring
0: that up in the show or. Just remember that it's it's really interesting, even outside of Narcos, just the story of Pablo Escobar. Highly recommended. Again, the two Escobars, if you like sports, it tells the sports side of Pablo Escobar's story of how him and the Colombian soccer team had connections. Really, really interesting. Oh. So it's just, a, he's a gr- really fascinating man. How about the one time
1: where the, the, but a one, monster. the one soccer player scored a goal on his own net, and then it's rumored that Pablo. We
0: talked about that already. Well, I'm just uh, saying. It's the two Escobars. So yeah, that, that's that's crazy. Like, Andres Escobar, yes. Yeah. And you know who that own goal was against? I do not. The United States. Was it really? Yeah, we we won that game, eliminated Colombia from the World Cup, and then, and then he three weeks died. later he uh, Jesus. Uh, allegedly Pablo Escobar Andres Escobar assassinated. Ugh, really, I, really interesting.
1: Yeah, definitely take the time on Netflix. It, it's totally worth your time. I mean, obviously you need subtitles unless you, you know Spanish, but other than that, check it out.
0: 2016 brought us a lot of good stuff, but it brought us my number two, a newer Netflix series. We talked about it a lot. Sam has to catch up on it. It is Stranger Things. Oh, my God. We've it, talked about it a little bit on d- the show. I, you just got to be gentle with this because, you know, no spoilers. You know, I, I will not spoil a thing except for when the kid dies. and I'm just kidding. Oh, God. I was like, oh, no, no, no. I'm just kidding. Uh, Winona Ryder's back. Like, this was her coming... You know her kind of comeback to acting. She's only forty-four. She still looks really good. She still she carried her role um, as Joyce Byers from start to finish. The last movie I think I seen her in. If you say Beetlejuice, Mr. Deeds, Mr. Deeds. <laughs> There's nothing's coming to come on the mind. I'm maybe I'm sure. Maybe I caught her in something. Well, we got. Uh, well, when you go back ooh, to to something um, to something notable, 2010's Black Swan. Yeah. Oh yeah! wait, yeah. she, she was, was in that? Beth McIntyre, The Dying Swan. But that was Mila Kunis and uh uh Natalie Thank you, Natalie Portman. I said Padma. She even was remember in Star yet. Trek, the reboot in two thousand nine as Amanda Grayson. She was in Oh wow, I don't even remember that she was in the film. She wow. was in oh man, you gotta keep going. Mr. Deeds, there you go. Babe yeah. Bennett, two thousand two. Friends for one episode, Zoolander, as one yeah, writer yeah, I credited Yeah Strangers with Candy, Girl Interrupted, uh, Alien Resurrection. I, mean, I I know she was in a lot of movies. It just, you know. I, the just, Crucible. She was Abigail in the Crucible. Holy crap. Yeah. There you nice. go. But she's back uh, in a big way. She delivers one of the better performances, definitely the best female performance, except for Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown, who played Eleven, the main focal point of the entire show. So if you don't know, if you don't know, the show is basically a group of four friends, Something happens to the group of four friends, It's they're all kids, it's set in the 80s, we talked about that before, perfect synth, perfect soundtrack, perfect setting, uh, it's fantastic, um, I won't even read the, the tagline, not the tagline, but the bio to the show on IMDB, because I don't want to spoil it even that much, but there's a group of four, four boys, four friends, something happens to the group, um, Somewhere along the line, this this girl comes in, Millie Bobby Brown's character, 11 they call her, um, where she's got a tormented past and a crazy future ahead of her and um, an even more insane present. And uh, I'm trying to think. Matthew Modine or Modine, most notable from Weeds, um, he shows up as a scientist/slash researcher. Uh, he's a doctor who wants to kidnap her uh, and get her back. You have David Harbor, who's Jim uh, Jim Hopper, who's the sheriff. He has a huge role to play. And it's a, a place called the Upside Down where they go. Um, it's a different dimension. I can't really get more into it without spoiler tags, and I don't want to spoil it. It's eight episodes of pure fantastic '80s cheese, but 2016 technology. Like I can't say it any better than that.
1: I know I've been saying it my goal is this is to at least start it. To, I hope tomorrow
0: to be honest. I I pray you do. The first two episodes are the best episodes. Right? So I really hope you do. Um it's it's not only worth your time, it's worth your time 10 times over. I will say this. Natalia Dyer, who plays Nancy Wheeler, um is literally a doppelganger of a young Emmy Rossum. Okay, yeah, I can see that. but you gotta see her in the show. I showed Sam I mean, a picture of I mean, her. I mean, Emmy's still my that's my number one oh, I mean, yeah I mean it's everybody's number one or should be. But this girl, when you see her in the show, you're gonna think, holy crap, that is an absolute um young Emmy awesome. you can't get you kind of can't get past it. Um, looking for one more thing before we move on from stranger things. And, and it's good to
1: know that there's already a second season, so I don't have to go into a show that yeah. it's going to be canceled. Oh, I can't really
0: find it, but I will say this. Um, what about Barb? That's all I'll say. What about Barb? We miss you, Barb. Okay. Love you. Well, I don't know that one. But,
1: okay, my number two, I know I, I talked about this one, Peaky Blinders. I mean, Killian Murphy, Scarecrow, Tom Hardy. What more do you need? You have Sam Neill from the first three Jurassic Park. He was the, 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 the scientist. I mean, it's about—they're the, a gangster family in England in 1919. It basically happens right after World War I. Um Killian Murphy's character, Tommy Shelby, they were um, like cave diggers. So they would kind of dig around, try to listen for the enemy, and basically blow him up. Probably one of the most dangerous jobs ever. And now he's basically running stuff. They're betting on horses. They're drugging the horse. They're stealing money. They're beating people up. It's su- It's such a good show. It's only six episodes a season. Totally worth the watch. Watch watch it with subtitles because their accents are, are it's it's tough to understand. But it's definitely a show that I think everyone should at least give a shot to at least once.
0: Mm, it's in my queue. Probably won't watch it.
1: It's to me. I put it off for I think like at least the first year I didn't watch, and then season two come out, mm-hmm. it came out, and then mm-hmm. I, I I just gave all you really to me is once I normally give a show a chance. I'm normally hooked like
0: that. And right. I'm sure the same thing has happened to me with Stranger Things. Right. And I feel like I almost owe it to you if if you give Stranger Things a shot. I almost feel like I should just put on Peaky and just and just watch. it. I'm
1: telling You you're, you're going to is just subtitles and I promise you you will enjoy it. I'll
0: try it without subtitles first. I like to try I I like to pick up accents.
1: I did too. I think the first episode I wound up going back just to rewatch because it it's sometimes they talk fast it's quick and it's
0: real he- that heavy, mm-hmm. you know, accent. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you want to add? Mm. That's it, man. All right. uh, I'm going to go to my number one, and I hope this is obvious because we haven't mentioned this at all. I feel like it's the best show Netflix has ever put out. It just finished its fourth season. That is right. Almost an entire female cast. Orange is the New Black. 65 episodes. I will. That's your number one? By far. Eh? I, I, I heard a lot of people say that last season was the worst one. See, I think the last season was the second best. I think the second and third season sucked. So, Hmm. but together, when you look at it as a whole arc, as a whole show, I think it's by far the best thing Netflix has going for it, Um, it, at least in my opinion, for something, you know, for for what I like to watch. Um, It's a perfect show for the fiancé and I to kind of watch watch together, but I actually got her into it. She did not even want to watch it, and then we were at my house one day, and I was like, hey, please just give it one shot, and we put on the first episode, and she goes... Put another one on. Uh, We watch like six or seven episodes right then and there. I'll be
1: honest. That'll probably be a show that I I probably won't ever, ever
0: get to. And and it's not like you have to. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say, Sam, you've got to
1: do it. you just got
0: to do it. No, it's, I mean, it's an acquired taste. It is about a woman's prison. However, Taylor Schilling, phenomenal. (laughs) Who Who is that one? Was Amber?
1: The, the the one uh, she had like short hair. I know she was like, make a big buzz about it. In,
0: in oh, Amber Rose. Amber Rose. That's it. Yeah, uh, she's in it first season. Um, I can't remember her name. Laura something. Prep prep on or something. It's it's the girl from that 70s show and How I Met Your Mother. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah she's in it. She's she's uh, a love interest. We'll say uh, Natasha Leone, Beth Fowler, Lynn Tucci, Laverne Cox, uh, Kimiko Glenn, Taryn Manning. She's in it. Um, when you look up, there's also uh, Constance Schulman. Does that name ring a bell? Nope. It shouldn't. Not one bell. <laughs> but if you hear the voice, you would know. If you heard her voice, you would know. Did you watch Nicktoons growing up? Of course. She's the voice of Patty Manny's. Holy crap. Patty and you, and you know it. And you know oh, it because that's her voice. She did not change it at all for oh, Patty Mayonnaise. That's cool. Because she sounds just I would, I would, like I would Patty I looking Manes. at Patty That's oh, like. all I can think about every time <laughs> Yoga Jones is in the show. But it's it's basically about – it's a based on a true story. It's an actual novel that a a Piper – well, it's not Piper Chapman. They changed that name for the show. Um but a real life, I believe her actual first name is Piper. I can't remember the last name. However, she does go to a, a women's uh, prison. It's her story of her time in the women's prison. Um, it's something that she did a long time ago that comes back just inside the Statue of limitations. She goes away for it, um, and then it's her story inside of it. And what I love what Orange is the New Black does is it focuses on a new character every single episode and gives you a mini origin story of a new character every episode. So while they have the overarching you know, A storyline, they have the under underlying B storyline – of the flashbacks uh, before and how they came to prison. Every episode tells you a new story of how one of the inmates got into prison. And to me, that's almost as interesting, probably more interesting, than the actual A-plot that they have going on because for two seasons they lost me a little bit. This last one, uh, as dark as it was and had a pretty dark twist, got me back into it, and that first season still some of the best television I've ever watched. So please, if you have any interest in it whatsoever, go watch it. By far my number one.
1: Damn, I'm surprised. I didn't expect that. That's cool, though. I mean, I don't want to get in too much in this since we just talked about it for 40 minutes, but my number one's Daredevil. No, Daredevil. Daredevil. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just something that you know we, we you're going in, you're kind of still thinking Ben Affleck's thing, and it, it completely blew me away. It, it was absolutely great. My number one, please check it out, Daredevil. Get ready, you know, Luke Cage is coming.
0: So we got a little bit of because we talked about. TV. We'll get into a little bit of movie stuff just because it's kind of within the same realm. Nothing crazy happening in the world of movies that we need to talk about right now. I mean, you know, I think what was it? The Emmys just happened or whatever it was, some award show Game of Thrones just like swept oh, it they, up. They, they killed they everything. swept it up. There's no reason to even talk about it. Everything was absolutely <laughs> deserving. Game of Thrones, they won everything. You absolutely, just thought they had nothing to yeah, do they won. Absolutely deserving. But we'll talk about what movies are coming out this week. We'll stop and pause for a couple. But ones that no one gives a shit about. Uh, <laughs> Miss Paragines or Paragines Home... For Peculiar Children, 2 hours and 7 minutes of a PG-13 adventure fantasy. I'll find that one in the $5 bin real soon. American (laughs) Honey, I'll find that one at Walmart real soon. Queen of Cotway, I won't find that one at all. Denial, M.S. Donnie, The Untold Story. A Man Called Ove, which is probably an Ove Bowl uh, documentary. Am I right? Ove Bowl. Uh, Maybe not. I I lied. It's an actual... Movie. Well, I thought we were going over the bowl there. Uh, Clown Town, which, again, could sound like a porno. Uh, and, Amanda, and Amanda Knox, uh, leaving us with the last two of the week that we want to talk about. Sam, this is all you. Deepwater Horizon and Masterminds. Yeah, and they both, you know, number one, both are
1: based on true stories, which is you know kind of pretty cool. Um, we'll start with Deepwater Horizon first. Um, obviously, Mark Wahlberg, Kate Hudson, Dylan O'Brien, Kurt Russell. So John Malkovich. So we have got some big names in this. It's based on the, the true story from the 2010 um, explosion on uh, off the Gulf of Mexico, where phew, I think it was over 200 million gallons of oil went to the ocean. I know 11, you know, workers were, were killed. I think out of 126, so there were obviously some deaths. That's a tragedy, and it was and it spilled in, in the water for I believe over a year, if I'm not mistaken. It all, you know, it took a while to clean up, but. I'm, I'm interested. I like Mark, Mark Wahlberg as an actor besides one of my most hated movies ever. Don't say
0: Ted. No, I love Ted. I was going to say, you better not say Ted. What I the, think Ted makes his it, appearance it, in this movie. What was the one where the trees go and get him? The Happening. Oh, The Happening. It's God, so it, good. That was terrible. That movie's so good. Watch it as What a, happened? I just... say It was it was his worst worst acted film. And that's It was so... Come on. It was M. Night... 100 percent it was a shit fest it's an awful movie but it's so good i can't i watch can't. it as a comedy hey, no or were You're you trying t- to kill me no. in my sleep two good I mean, scenes no no man it had <laughs> it had two good scenes one <laughs> jake you should like science jake because your face is perfect
1: <laughs> the one john lequizamo goes through the jeep window That's that was time. awesome yeah. other time the old lady smashes her head through the, the, window, the window in the house yeah. yeah
0: that was it that was kind of scary almost That was kinda but that silly. was it yeah. i was
1: like oh great we could end it now like I saw everything I
0: need to but see But you have to watch it as a comedy It's so funny when you watch it that way Zoe Deschanel and Mark Wahlberg Act the exact same way It had to have been on purpose I'm telling you they were trolling Deepwater Horizon 7.7 7 out of 10 on IMDB Out of 299 ratings And a 65 on Metacritic yeah, that's Meta, not good. Metacritic With 10 critic reviews Dylan O'Brien, Mark Wahlberg, Kate Hudson, Kurt Russell Gia, uh, Gina Rodriguez John Malkovich above others Oh! Ethan Supley is in it. That dude, he was uh sounds, his name sounds familiar. Yeah, he was uh the fat kid in in uh God uh, Salute Shorts. No, he wasn't. That was the wrong guy. No, he was in uh, evolution, I know that. He was oh, one of the brothers yeah. in evolution with the with the with head and shoulders. Scott? Oh yeah, no, oh okay, cool. Yeah, he's in that. He was in Wolf of Wall Street, Toby Welch. But so anyway. I, I'm not sure. I may I may actually see this next week. I'm yeah. not sure. Either one of these movies, Masterminds or Deepwater, I'm not, I'm not interested it, in. I never – I just saw Masterminds the other day. It was actually hilarious. Um, Kristen Wiig, Jason Sudeikis, uh, Sudeikis, Leslie Jones, Kate McKinnon, Owen Wilson, my Zach Galifianakis. Uh, and that was
1: based on the 1990, 1997 robbery of the, the Loomis Fargo robbery in North
0: Carolina. So, I mean – It's an hour and a half comedy, action, crime. I mean it kind of sounds like right up my alley to be honest, but I'm not going to spend money to go see it in the theater I, I'll just this is one I can absolutely wait on
1: or you, you know you see early in the morning spend five bucks again I absolutely you, wait I'm still gonna wait <laughs> no but, but to me it's but whatever I you know feel like or whatever time is gonna be best for me I'm probably gonna just do one of these next week oh
0: Devin Rattray is in that movie he played Buzz in Home Alone Kevin McKell's Kevin oh brother Buzz I, one of my favorite lines in cinema history oh Buzz your girlfriend woof <laughs> So classic, so good. Um, in the realm of video games, however, we have a, a couple things to talk about this week. Um, first and foremost, let's get this out of the way. Uh, you're a Dragon Ball Z fan? Uh, very oh, yeah. much so. Oh, yeah, I watched everything. I'm a casual Dragon Ball fan, Dragon Ball Z fan. Um, very much so. Uh, I skipped the filler episodes. All seven million four hundred thirty-seven thousand, every single one, and and that's right. And I've seen every single one. Thank you, internet. uh, Dragon Ball Z legally, though, not don't get any crazy ideas. Dragon Ball Xenoverse two and Dragon Ball Z Fusion both coming out relatively soon here in the West. Yeah, you got Xenoverse two. It's October twenty fifth for PS four and Xbox One, if Mm I'm not mistaken. And Fusion coming soon to Nintendo three DS Sam. Another reason for yeah, you to buy.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's, it's give me another little reason to kind of, you know, poke my head in there, check out some other games, see what's out. And...
0: Xenoverse 2 is going to be just another fighting game, you know, the typical fighting game like Budokai or Tenkaichi. You have Xenoverse 2 coming out, which is obviously the sequel to Xenoverse, which was actually really good, um, especially being on new gen consoles. Uh, I I like them, but because they're all kind of the same, I bought the Budokai collection 1, 2, and th- or actually 1, 3 or maybe well, I just, think this one's a little bit different than it is how a little, It up, is man. a little bit different. The fighting mechanics are yeah. obviously a little bit different. Um, but it's still tec- uh, Tecmo, I believe. Tec- tec- Tecmo Bandai, I believe, still does it. Um, and it's kind of almost the same thing because the anime's done. It's old. How much can they tell? You can only retell all the sagas so many times and you get the same kind of fights. So that's kind of not as interesting to me as fusion fusion looks a little bit more interesting because it's an rpg and it's totally different than what we're used to
1: yeah like you said it's different it's something new and at least for me not ever really playing 3ds besides the pokemon but i'm interested definitely It's,
0: it's another reason for you to go buy one brother hey it's only a matter of time at this point the biggest gaming news that dropped for me this week was the gears of war 4 launch trailer Cannot wait as if I couldn't already. It's my most anticipated game of twenty seven or 2016 as if I couldn't wait already. Now they dropped this launch trailer, which I've seen all the trailers. I've seen all the gameplay demos. I've been there, done that. But this launch trailer, if it didn't have me before, boy, did it get me now.
1: Now, th- this, is the, this is the type of time where I'm, you know, as a PlayStation owner, just like, oh, this man, is, I this, wish this title was coming out for both.
0: This is <laughs> the reason... I have been an Xbox fan for the past ten years over PlayStation. This franchise in 2006 single-handedly made me a, a geek gamer. It's the reason I game as hard as I do now. So Epic Games at the beginning and now the Coalition, it's in perfect hands. Rod Ferguson, I'm completely trustworthy of what you're going to do. You've, you've, uh, unfortunately, there was a huge character death in the third one. So. Um, he won't be making a return except for in the multiplayer in the zombie version. Um, Cole is in the trailer. He shows back up. Woo! He's back, baby. Uh, you had Judgment, which was all about Baird. So if Baird makes an appearance, fine. If he doesn't, I'm good with that too. But you have old man Marcus and his son JD. And, and old man Marcus is going to play a huge role in the upcoming game. That, by the way, takes place the entire game over one night. Oh,
1: wow. That's awesome. I did like the father-son aspect. That was one thing that was like, oh, that, that's pretty cool. I mean, the graphics look sick.
0: Yeah, if you're going to bring in a new set of characters, not just one character, a whole new trio of characters for the Gears franchise to move forward with like a new trilogy, I like that they're going to bridge it with old man Marcus now and make it like God of War. Think about God of War. Kratos' son, right? And it's older Kratos for this remaster, or this reboot, I should say. And, and you feel for it. And now we have... Um, And now we have old man Marcus kind of transitioning you into what will be the new future or the future of Gears of War with his son JD fighting now not the Locust anymore but the Swarm. It, over one night that's really fascinating to me so basically there's a storm coming there's the swarm the whole gang of enemies we, there's wind physics in this game this trailer looks absolutely fantastic it ties it it ties it around you get flashbacks from when they were kids and as a family with Anya as, Stroud as the mother and, and uh, Marcus as the father with JD growing up and then you have how they became Cogs and why they are joining the fight and like a, a a shot with all their armor hanging up it was absolutely amazing i think the best video game trailer i've seen this year for my most anticipated game of 2016 boy this is why i own an xbox yeah I, and now you know i can see why besides was a titanfall
1: 2 besides that to me them two are the best trailers that i've seen so far i think this year uh, and I got to play Timefall too, which you know right. was a little added bonus.
0: I I uh, got to play Gears Four myself, which was great. They had a, a very short multiplayer beta a few months back, so that was really really good to uh, sink my hands into some sixty fps. Well, uh, well actually, they're actually locking it at 30 for the actual, uh, full, multiplayer? full release. Yeah. Multiplayer single player will be 60. Multiplayer will be locked at 30, but uh, a really good experience on new gen consoles, really smooth, new mechanics. You can pull them over the cover. You can dive kick over the cover, uh, even running full speed. So there's a lot of new mechanics that are going to change the way you play the game. So I'm really excited about that. This game, uh, it's the first time gears has shown up on Xbox one that in, in a new form, they remastered the original gears of war game, uh, on Xbox One, and that plays great. It's just as, uh, as we remember it. I sunk thousands of hours into that, literally thousands. So I'm looking forward to sinking hundreds more into Gears of Warfare. I'm sure you will, my friend. Enjoy it. Uh, Ubisoft also announced the Assassin's Creed, I think it's Ezio collection or Enzio, whatever it is, collection. It's Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood, and something else. I don't care. Assassin's Creed kind of sucks to me, and that's a game that I never even gave it. I never gave it a shot. I bought the first one and I traded it in almost immediately, and I would have loved. Well, I have the fourth one, Black Flag, the pirate one. I would love to play it because it was free for a month on Xbox, and I have it. I own it. I, I have so much other stuff to play. at. I, that's I mean, like wait That's probably the last game I'm ever gonna play. I mean,
1: damn. I mean, I know people love the game. Obviously, if they made a live action movie about it, but yeah. maybe we'll see. Maybe one day down the line, when you know, when it's free. <laughs>
0: Yeah, right, and, and it already kind of was, so I'm excited about that. Uh, also, something else out of Ubisoft, some news kind of dropped recently, not really news, maybe noise, but uh, just as a sidebar, Ubisoft CEO Yves Gelmott again coming out saying something before it was supposed to, saying, Nintendo NX, fantastic, and it will offer, quote, different experience to other consoles. Hmm, I re- that's interesting. I think it's a really new approach. It's really Nintendo, quote, unquote. i cannot wait for the nx to be announced
1: yeah you're you're definitely i think you've owned Uh, almost every nintendo system ever i
0: have owned every single one and uh, i will continue to with the with the upcoming nintendo nx whatever it is i'm i'm in it's supposed to be a hybrid between a console and a handheld i mean that's right up my alley if i could play my my console quality games on the go that'd be the best they didn't release no specs about that nothing yet no nothing yet um so let's get into uh, upcoming releases for uh, on, on the video game platforms. We actually missed a couple last week. Forza Horizon 3 um, comes out this week, though. Uh, Darkest Dungeon, Shantae Half-G- uh, Half-Genie Hero, XCOM 2, FIFA 17 definitely comes out. That's going to be probably the number one seller on this list moving forward and definitely going to score an NPS or D, whatever. Uh, moving forward Hitman episode 5 if I didn't already say it Darkest Dungeon um, it's a pretty solid yeah, lineup pretty pretty solid lineup Carnival Games VR Motorsport Manager Yesterday Origins Super Dungeon Brothers um, the Metronomicon and f- f- that seems to be it but I'm looking at FIFA this week uh, XCOM 2 and Forza Horizon that 3 like that or Forza that's, that's probably the top games there Yeah, Uh, Our last topic for the evening, however, um, we talked about all the things that kind of speak to us in in video games. And by the way, um, yes, we're waving hello to the New England Patriot cheerleaders as Jacoby Brissett and the New England Patriots take on Lamar Miller and the Houston Texans on the NFL Network. Uh, Sam, we can't go a damn week without a Pokemon Sun... And Moon trailer. They, they keep dropping stuff. They keep, and there's going to be nothing friggin' left. Uh, the Pokemon Company released a new trailer this week, detailing a new, a uh, few new features, as well as a couple version exclusive Pokemon. Uh, we'll start off with the new Pokemon Sam. You've seen the trailer. Let's talk about Passimaion uh, or Passimian, however you want to say it, and Oranguru. Yeah, they're like the orangutan type of deal. Whoops, hit yeah. that thing. The the orangutan and uh, the rugby playing one. <laughs> so you had one that was a rugby in that, style. That's for the sun, right? Yeah, sun, Passamian. It's got, uh, I believe it looks like a coconut or some sort of thing that, that's supposed to be a rugby uh, rugby ball. That's what it actually attacks with. It throws it or does whatever it needs to do, maybe whacks it with its tail. Um, and its head is shaped to look like a helmet. It's actually probably my favorite design that they've dropped so far. And were you getting the sun or the moon? I forget. I'm getting sun. But I might He's get like, Moon. I may get both. No, one <laughs> of the. I mean, hell, I'm gonna probably get both. <laughs> They're doing a combo pack for eighty bucks. I might just do both. Knowing you. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Uh, Passimian. So what? What? We had him and uh, Aranguru, who is a uh, no, uh, Moon version exclusive. He's normal, Psychic type. By the way, Passimian is a Fighting type. Uh, both of them are are. are uh, Monkeys, apes, whatever you want to call them. Um, Orangutan, obviously for Orangaroo, it's clearly Orangutan. Um, Really cool. Both of them look amazing. Uh, Orangaroo looks like an old sage, wise kind of ape or or orangutan, I should say. Uh, Purple and white, really, really cool looking.
1: But I I like the moon. I like
0: the... Oranguru, I like I like his ability better. Yeah, so we have Passimian, who uh, his ability is receiver, which he actually gets to when a uh, when they're in a double battle. if, if its partner faints, it actually receives its ability. So let's just say you have something with levitate. Well normally passing me and wouldn't be able to learn levitate, but because it fainted, it now receives its ability so now it can levitate. so it can go both ways. but really for me, I don't see the value in a singles battle., yeah. I'm looking at double battles and more for that. Um, maybe though, maybe unannounced it gets to take its foes. Um, or, or you could choose foes. or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe if like it's a one-on-one fight, maybe you take your foe's uh, ability too. So maybe that hasn't been announced yet. But in terms of abilities, I'm with you. Aranguru beats it. Yeah, instruct. it's... that was like you... instruct. Yeah. Okay. Just it basically teaches kind of the ability. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, Rockruff uh, had some version exclusive evolutions. Also showcased. Um, it's. It's Lion Rock or Lycan Rock. Uh, but it has two forms. So it has its midday form in sun, which is a uh, just a standard looking kind of dog Pokemon still. Um, sharp edged, kind of almost looks like a Jolteon in a way with its kind of sharp edges. But then you had the moon version. Again, I like the moon version. Uh, the midnight form, exclusive to moon. Now what I'm hearing uh, early on is that it's weak. It's going to be pretty weak, so it's not going to be really equipped for battle, but holy crap, it looks so yeah, sinister. Yeah, he, he looks, He looks way better than the sun. Yeah, it looks very, very sinister. Um, so please go check out the trailer to get a look at those Pokemon. Probably some of the cooler Pokemon they've dropped uh, in the trailers uh, so far. Uh, In addition um, to the actual new creatures in action you're going to see Sun and Moon's first robust suite of character uh, customization options so that's really neat. Uh, customization was around in, in X and Y and Orus a little bit, but now you're. It looks like you're gonna have a lot more customization options for your trainer. Like you change your hair color or stuff Every, like that. Yeah, yeah, everything. Um, as well as a couple of Z moves for Pikachu and Eevee. Why they choose a base form Pikachu and nobody uses Eevee anyway. Uh, even though Eevee Z move might be the coolest one I've ever no, seen.
1: Eevee, though, I think they're. Well, her, I think it was second or third. It was, was it Umbreon? Is that? Was that Eevee's? It's one favorite? of them. Yeah, I think that was probably my favorite. Um, Other than that, I was so like if you So, if you
0: don't know Eevee's uh, Z move, it basically channels inability from each of the nine or eight Eevee Lucians out there. Uh, let me try to do this <clears throat> Jolteon, Vaporeon, Flareon, Leafion, Glaceon, Umbreon, <sighs> Sylveon. Mm, the pink one. Yeah, I don't know nothing now. <laughs> uh, the pink one. The psychic type. Ah, uh, all, right, all right, all right. I got it wrong. I couldn't do it all. Not, I not bad. Try to get right. all the evolutions off the top. Of my head Way again. more than I got. Uh, and they also announced Pokemon Refresh, which is like Pokemon of Me. If you've played the other games where you kind of pet it, love it, feed it, but now the cool thing is you can blow dry it and groom Pokemon. You can, but you know what it does? They, they get like happy they, stuff like that, or, or more than mood? that. More than that, so that's what a Me did. It got them in a good mood and raised their happiness, which some Pokemon need to evolve. This, however, removes status effects, so you don't have to go to a Pokemon Center anymore. If you get poisoned or fall asleep uh, or okay, paralyzed, that's cool. that's you can cool. groom them after the battle and remove that status effect. That's pretty cool. That's really that's neat. That's different. Yeah, that's really, really neat. And that's really what that, that trailer kind of uh, showcased or offered. Uh, that's really it. It's about a three-and-a-half-minute trailer. I recommend you watch it. And I know I didn't
1: really have enough time to you know, do our normal Pokemon update. Um I'm in you some yeah, I'm, in, I'm in some frosted some Arctic cave right now. Hopefully I'll be out soon. But you, there's only two Pokemon yeah, yeah. that I knew I caught. I caught Jinx and my boy Haunter.
0: So you bought two you got two gen ones, huh?
1: Yeah Shocker. No, no, it, no it's funny that they pop Shocker. up I'm like oh god. Bungieball, go!
0: Shocker. <laughs> um by the way, have you been playing have you been playing Go at all lately? I, I I slacked hardcore. Yeah. Like I, me I too, mean, man. It's, it's it's. I'm falling off. I mean, I admit it, it. I'm falling off big time.
1: I mean, like I, I barely even check it. Like there, I go I days I without even on. Yeah. You know, I still have the grommer. I didn't get one candy. So that goes to show you that I'm not my it.
0: haunter. Since I since we last talked, I've walked 1.5 km. Uh, More to me. I'm know. at 0.9. Yeah. I I haven't even gotten one candy from my haunter. So, uh, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. I'm falling off a little <laughs> bit. My eggs are are just sitting there. I'm I'm still getting the same shit. Like I got another magic. I'm like, dude, I got my Gyarados already.
1: I got 119 Pokemon. Like, you know, now it's like it's hard for me because now it's like I need the the evolved forms of the, the Pokemon that we rarely ever see. And it's just like...
0: Yeah. I'm looking for that. I'm looking for that Porygon, right? I'm looking for that Lickitung, that Jinx. When we can trade it, I'll trade you my Porygon. I'm looking for that Electabuzz. So, like, that stuff I'm going to get out of 10K eggs, and you just don't get them. And it's like, Few and far between. I caught a damn Alakazam out in front of my house, a wild Alakazam, and that was awesome. And Ashley got a, a, a wild Electabuzz in a hotel room. I got a wild Magmar in a hotel room, so that was neat. It's not bad. But. Yeah, now it's, it's it's like maybe it's coming to an end. I'm so it, tired of getting Sandshrew, and uh, you know, also, I'm just tired of it. You know, the same stuff. I would love a Gen two drop. I would get I w- just as much. I wouldn't be
1: surprised it. if maybe soon, maybe Christmas time, something like that. You know, the
0: second Gen drops. Well, that concludes. Oh man, I'm gonna start that over because that kind of sucked. <laughs> I was waiting for you to stop talking, and I was gonna come in with the hard ending,
1: coming in hot.
0: That sucked, but this does conclude episode nine of We Podcast and We Know Things. Remember to go to We Podcast and We Know com to go to, to get your loot crate. Wait a couple days so you can get the October crate. Once that comes out, you know we'll be posting it on our Facebook at uh, We Podcast and We Know Things, and obviously on our Instagram at We Podcast and We Know Things. Don't forget about our Twitter at We Pod and We Know. One stop shop, We Podcast and We Know Things.com. My name has been Greg Hall. I'm Sam. And it's not even has been. I've always been Greg Hall and always will be Greg <laughs> Hall. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode nine. We'll see you next time on our 10th anniversary Woo! or week anniversary for episode 10 of We Podcast and We Know Things. See you guys.